Welcome Hi. to the first. Wait, I don't even know if this is the first because we don't know when we drop these, right? Bill rocks his shorts. Yeah, they're uh, yeah. they're kind of sprinkled in there when we feel like. Uh, okay. When we feel like we don't want to record for a week or two. Yeah, when we get so heated, we can't stand each other talking about movies anymore. <laughs> we decide to piss off Rick by talking about music. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, see what I did there with the note reference? Very punny. You know, the thing, you know, you talk about that. The thing that frustrates me the most, I think, mostly, is that most of these albums, it's, uh, it's not like movies. Uh, most stuff we've, well, actually everything we've done so far and stuff that I think we'll do for a long time does still hold up. Mm. There's a lot less that doesn't hold up in music, I think, than in movies. According to so you. So you're saying I should like the music more than the movies because music isn't as much about nostalgia as movies are? Well, there's definitely music that has nostalgia, like lots of it. But the stuff we, like, we're, we have barely scratched the surface of this music podcast, but we are really really just at the level of how do you not know these right. bands or there's albums some, yeah. there's some pretty low hanging fruit <laughs> yes yes, yes. <laughs> um and so i just think that most of these like these classic albums there's not a lot of them where you're like oh that was terrible i mean sometimes you'll have some stuff that's maybe not um politically correct anymore sure. or things like but that i liked but, uh <laughs> what what did we listen to last time metallica yeah is yeah. that what they're called? Yeah, Me- you almost Me- pronounced it Me- right. Metallica. <laughs> Metallica. <laughs> um, well, and this week, we're sticking to the rock and roll genre and listening to Appetite for Destruction by okay, a little band so called we, Guns N' Roses. Should we talk about the text conversation <laughs> that we had leading up to this? Sure. <laughs> I So you guys were like, let's do an album. And I said, sure. And then you were like, Appetite for Destruction. And I felt like I was in um, an old Celebrity Jeopardy skit where I was like, okay, I'll take the ape tit one. <laughs> right? Like, I have no, I was like, is that, is Appetite for Destruction a band? Or is Appetite for Destruction a, the name of an album? I had no idea what even Appetite for Destruction meant or was. If it was a band, I was like, I've never even heard of the band Appetite for Destruction. And then when I said Guns N' Roses, did you uh-huh. think that was a band? I knew, I knew, yes, okay. I knew. Because they've got um, Guns Mahoney and Axl Rose, right? That's where they get their Guns N' Roses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Guns Mahoney. <laughs> Love that guy. Where did guns come from? So... There used to be Axel was in a band called the LA Guns. I think okay. how that worked. And then um I think there was a there was a Roses band too. I think that maybe Slash was and they combined the names and became Guns. Wait, Roses. so you're telling me Slash was in a band called Roses, even though Axel's well, last name is Rose? I don't That's know not where the Rose band. came from. I don't know if it was Roses. Okay. Um, I, I would have assumed that the Roses came from his last name being Rose. No. I don't think so. Okay, that's just a happenstance. Uh, do you know what Axl Rose's real name is, though? No. Bill Bailey. <laughs> like from that like, Christmas like, Musy? Like from my uncle? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did you say Musy? That Christmas movie. <laughs> I think you said Christmas Musy. That, what's, isn't that the, like, It's a Wonderful Life? <laughs> yeah, probably. Bill Brasky. 
Won't you come? Oh, home? maybe or, that's it's George Bailey. Yeah, yeah. Or but there's a song. Won't you come home, Bill Bailey? Have you ever heard that before? Nope. Mm, that's a thing. We're getting off the rails here a little bit, guys. <laughs> Gee, that's not on brand for us at all. Maybe we should listen to the first song on this album. Oh, so Hollywood Rose member was Izzy, and then L.A. Guns member Tracy Guns. So those two bands got together. And then Axel was in Hollywood Rose. So yes, so, kind of. Who's is Izzy one of the band members? Yes. Okay. Okay, let's listen to some music and then we can continue explaining to me about that. <laughs> okay. Track number one, Welcome to the Journey. Bill, he must have heard this song. I actually had this song was familiar to me. Uh-huh. Um, I had heard it before. I think I've heard it a lot at like um, I think it's in some movies, right? Mm, okay. And then I feels like I feel like especially that intro is like music they played before a kickoff, like, yes. <laughs> like yeah. at football yeah. games. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. I, there's a specific team I think that does that. Is, do the Seahawks do that? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they okay. Do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's why I know that song. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. What did you think of it? It was okay. I, I mean, I liked it. I liked that it started upbeat. It's a little like, I'll just, okay, since we're just going through the album, my, my impression of that song was, I like this. I enjoy this. This is good. It's high energy. It's fun. I'm glad I'm listening to this album. The, um, the story behind the song is Axel, when he moved from wherever he was from, he was like small town BFE. When he got to LA, he got off a bus and someone was just like, welcome to the jungle, baby. You're going <laughs> to die. <laughs> <laughs> Which is awesome. Like, can you imagine that welcome? Yeah. Yeah. He gets off the bus at Skid Row and just, yeah. You're going to die. All right. <laughs> Track number two. Moving it's on. so easy. So this one, I had never heard before, right? And this one sounded very different from Welcome to the Jungle, right? It's got a very different guitar sound and vocal sound, Mm -hmm. at least in the part that Ryan played there, you know? And I was like, man, if you had just played this song for me and asked me who it was, I probably would have guessed Nirvana. Okay. (laughs) Which is like a slap in the face to the 
grunge world. Right. Okay. This this song well, did yeah. sound kind of grunge to me on re-listening. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so, so maybe the grunge world needs a slap in the face, and I'm Guns here and, to give it to them. Guns N' Roses is one of those bands, though, where they were on that cusp of the day. Um, it's like, I mean, they're not, I'm not comparing Guns N' Roses to Poison at all. Mm. But, you know, you I still have know, to, I don't know who Poison is. Yeah, well, you have to put them in this category of they were still like, they weren't hair metal, but they, you know, they were hard rock, but they had that hair metal thing. They were around at the same time. Yeah. And they, the day Nirvana broke, these guys' careers were just trashed. Yeah. They hmm. killed these bands, you know? But, I mean, Guns N' Roses was way better. I mean, they really shined over all those other bands. So you're saying Guns N' Roses was way Guns N' Roses was way better than um, Nirvana? Is that what you just said? No. Then then the bands. Well, we don't need to get into that kind of comparison. No, I'm saying then the their um, their peers. Okay. Yeah. Track number three, Night Train. Rick, what are you doing? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is the point where I got tired of Axl Rose's voice. Mm. Oh, he's got such a good voice. Track (laughs) three. You got a long way to go, baby. Where I was like, "Ah, I I still like the sound of the guitar. I like the different drum beats. I like the cowbell here. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm starting to be bothered by his voice and like everything being in that you know, high screams, kind of screamy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, huh. He's my, like, he's one of my favorite vocalists. Love yeah. Him. Not me. Okay. Well, what do you got next? Yeah. Trek four out to get me out to get me. They're out to get me. I guess something we should tell you about this album, too, is this is a debut album by this band. Okay. Um, that's all. I guess that doesn't matter to you much, but like, and it, I guess it's going to matter at the end of this when you say if it's I mean, it not. matters. It's got to matter to you because there's no earlier stuff to like. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> I just mean that like, this is like, I, I don't, I, I, I'm dreading the end of this episode. Like, I think we shouldn't even ask you if it's good or not. <laughs> um, After this song, I needed to take a break because I was tired of listening to it. Okay, cool. All right. Well, so what did you think of the song? Uh, I did not like it. I okay. felt like it was just more scream singing. And I was like, I need a break. And speaking of breaks, let's take a quick one. And we'll be back after this. Wait for Ryan to leave. 
Wait for Ryan to leave. Check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? Um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah, check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. I like that Bill took a break before Mr. Brownstone. I know, right? <laughs> it's going to be his favorite song for sure. Yeah, I doubt it. I was telling Bill earlier that uh, is still downloading. Nice. Two a week. He doesn't seem to want to talk to us. Um, yeah, at miseducationofbill at gmail or at gmail. How's it go? Miseducationofbill at gmail.com. Miseducationofbill at gmail.com. Yes. We're back, everybody. Back from break. Yeah, so I had to take a break after those first four songs. Not just now. We did that for uh, Zoom and sponsorship reasons. Yes. But um, I had to take a break because I was listening on headphones and I just felt like I had someone screaming in my ear for four songs. I was just like, I just need to give my ears a rest so uh, that I could continue. And then Wait, I had what's to... Wrong? What's wrong with your ears? And then I had to get in the car and drive to Monroe. So now I'm listening to the rest of this album as I'm driving. And the next song on this wonderful journey is Mr. Brownstone. dancing with mr brownstone this is i I don't know if it was because i took a break and came back to it but this just had a different feel and a different beat and the vocals were varied a little more and i was like okay i can get back into this i'm liking this again this is one of my favorite songs from the album yeah this is a good one do you know what the song's about bill uh no no Uh, it's about heroin okay (laughs) yeah it's mr brownstone baby trying to get a little bit a little better and a little better or something like that he needs more every time. She's trying to get a little better than a little better than before. Just keep trying to get more and more, you know. I was watching Chasing the something. Or, oh, I was listening. I was listening to an improv podcast, and this guy was talking about cocaine use. And he was saying, you know what cocaine does the best? Makes you want more cocaine. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. As, as many addictive drugs do. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Moving so on. I've now, I've now learned about Mr. Brownstone and a champagne supernova. Mm-hmm. Well, now and we're going to take We're not in. sure if Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds might also be something. <laughs> it pretty much is, but yeah. Um, we're taking you now to uh, track six Paradise City. Okay. If you haven't heard this song before, I'm going to leave the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
This is the only song that I knew and knew was by Guns N' Roses coming into this album. Um, now, you're nodding your head yes, like, oh, of course you knew this song. But the reason I know this song is going to piss you off. <laughs> <laughs> I only know this song because it was one of the first, it was on one of the first CDs I ever bought uh, in high school. Okay. Was it, um, wait. Oh, no, this song's not on the End of Days soundtrack. No. Nope. That's a different song. Okay, <laughs> but you're on going. the right track, Rick. <laughs> uh, go ahead. <laughs> because almost all the CDs I owned in high school were, like, soundtracks. Movie CDs. soundtracks, yeah. Uh-huh. And so what, Godzilla? What, no. what movie soundtrack do you think I bought that had this song on it? Mm. Oh, I don't know, probably, like, like, Can't Hardly Wait. Yes. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm joking. Is it in no. that? Oh, yeah. yeah. No. In fact, there is a scene in that movie where there is a high school kid who is tutoring the jock, and he plays in this song because he's never heard of Guns N' Roses <laughs> and doesn't know what this song is. <laughs> Look at me. And That's so, yeah. Very meta. Yeah, exactly. Very, very meta. And that is how I know this song. One thing I... Uh, didn't notice or didn't realize in previous listenings to this song is how many vocal tracks are in the beginning of that. Like listening to it on headphones, you can hear this like eight different layers of voices on that intro to Paradise City. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. No, this is production. This is really good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but anyway, because of that, I actually have some nostalgia for this song. And so hearing it, I was like, oh, this is the album that that song is from. <laughs> the I know song this song. Can't Hardly Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that movie. That's, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I just think it's a very funny cor- uh, correlation. Yeah, that, that, that if you had asked me where this song is from, that is the only genesis mm-hmm. of this song I could trace. <laughs> okay, track number seven, My Michelle. This is where I went back to not liking it. This is a song where I'm like, man, if the Beatles kicked ass, this is what they would sing. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is probably why I, I like this song better than the Beatles. <laughs> right. Yeah. This sounds like a kick-ass Beatles song, and I don't like the Beatles. <laughs> right. Cool. All right. Uh, well, we're, get, we're getting there. we got some stuff coming up that's going to be fun. So uh-huh. I think we should keep rolling. On to track number eight, Think About You.
Yeah, it's fun. I like it. I do not like this song. Yeah, I can see uh, that. I was now listening. So I had stopped after the last, after my Michelle and like worked. And now I was driving home from work and I had to pick up two of my daughters. And so we were all listening to this on the oh, way fun. home now. And like one, one of my daughters was like, uh, I don't like the guitar in this. And I was like, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the vocals. And I'm starting to be bothered by similar sound fatigue. Mm. And then my younger daughter was like, why are we listening to this then if no one likes it? And I was like, because it was assigned to me by assholes. <laughs> that, no. Someone in your car said they don't like the guitar. I, I, oh, it's fine. Rick is she cheating. Said, she said she felt like the guitar was boring in this song. Oh yeah, Slash, that old boring <laughs> ass kicking guitarist. Not Slash, the just Slash in this song. The just guitar the playing the in this yeah. song is boring. Sure. Yeah, super boring. Okay, uh, keep coming, keep it coming. Well, since you were talking about your children, uh, this is Sweet Child of Mine. With this boring guitar no, riff. This is one of the greatest guitar riffs ever. <laughs> And another song that I knew and that I loved. My daughter said, oh, now there's some interesting guitar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I might well, just good. have the French in the whole song for that one. <laughs> um, now, I do know this song and I do like this song. Uh, Want to guess how I know it and why? Movie soundtrack? Uh, nope. Someone's wedding. Nope. Mm. I don't know. No, even better than that. This was on Guitar Hero 2. Um, <laughs> this was like yeah. one of the like boss end of the game songs that you had and like I, I spent forever trying to pass this song and uh, like pretending to play that with the buttons on the yeah. fake guitar yeah. it was re really, really fun. So what was the one I had, I had a different it's funny one? Cause I remember my brother had guitar hero too, right? This is like when I was first married. And so it was like 2003. So we're talking 20 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. And my brother actually lived in my parents' basement, which is the house that I now own. And we would go down into that basement, which is now my daughter's room, and we would smoke hookah and play Guitar Hero. And that's how I learned this song, was like smoking strawberry non-nicotine hookah <laughs> and playing Guitar Hero. <laughs> well, so cool. Well, you know, everyone's 20s. As you do. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Move along, track number 10, You're Crazy. More rocking of the butts. 
Yeah, Bill didn't like this. No, I hated this. Um, and I was just like, why can't they make more songs that sound like Sweet Child of Mine and less songs that sound like this? It wouldn't be as special. I, uh, I, I guess. But, like, that's a stupid way to, like, oh, hey, you know what? To make our two good songs more special, let's put out a bunch of shitty songs around no, them and make them really and, pop. And because that's not really what – that Sweet Child of Mine is a good song. You can't – that's not a song – this isn't a ballad band. The song, this is a rock band. They and that's play why rock and I think music. I don't, you know what? I like ballads. Right. I, I think, you, do. you know, in, in Metallica, remember, I was like craving a good ballad and then an awesome ballad came on. So mm-hmm. I get that. But I feel like they had more sustained listenability for me than Guns N' Roses. Okay. Hmm. All right, track So 11. as everyone would have predicted, I like Metallica <laughs> better than Guns N' Roses. Right. Sure. Uh, track 11, Nathan Goes. He held that note for a long time. Yeah. You know how there used to be like cassette tapes where like <laughs> if you turn down the right track, it would be just the music. And if you turn down the left track, it'd be just the vocals. Also mm. known as stereo. <laughs> but yes. But where it was split into vocals. That's that's, that's stereo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you, re- you remember stereo cassette tapes? Because <laughs> uh-huh. mono, mono was all out of one speaker and uh-huh. the stereo would be set to other ones. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, gotcha. but yeah, what Bill is saying is that the the vocals were completely separated from everything else so you could right. do you a you could uh, yeah. adjust it to karaoke. just yeah. the music or yeah. just the vocals. And yeah. like this song made me think, I think I would like this song if I could turn off the vocals. <laughs> like if I could just right. listen to the music in this song, it'd probably be like a good in the background while I was working song, but uh not one I want to listen to him sing. No, yeah, we know you don't like Axel Keep going. Apparently, yeah. Okay. And well, at this point, I'm just waiting for this CD to be over. Well, it's <laughs> like, almost over. He, I like, like he called it a CD. Okay. It's sorry. not even. It's nothing. It's there's no CD involved in any of this. <laughs> <laughs> when they made it, there weren't CDs. Probably we didn't listen to it on a CD. There's no CDs now. I didn't. Okay. I didn't start <laughs> listening to music till there were CDs. <laughs> so that's what I consider an album to be. In. Okay. So. I have a problem with that statement because I just you talked just about, talked about tapes. tapes. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Say- I'm saying I got some tapes and some CDs. I had a dual player. <laughs> right. All right. So I listened we- to tapes after CDs came out. Are we at Rocket Queen? We are at Rocket Queen. All right. This is a great song. Yeah, 
Okay. The best part of the song is my favorite member of the group is the bass mm-hmm. in the song. I, I was going to say, the best part of this song is that you can clearly hear a compelling bass and line. Duff, Duff McKagan, local He's Seattle guy, is the bass. one playing the bass here, and it's uh, so good. Super Whose fun. real name is George Bernard Shaw. <laughs> Who I've run into <laughs> multiple times in Seattle. He's a super nice guy. Okay. And he just hangs out in Seattle. Are like, these guys a Seattle band? No, he's just from here. They're okay. L.A. for he, sure. Like, you see him hanging out like at places, and he's just like, you're like, hey, it's Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses. And he's just like, yeah, I'm here. I'm in <laughs> one of, like, Guns N' Roses is like one of the biggest bands in the world. And he's just like, yeah, I'm just Duff. We just hang out. Well, because cool he's the dude. bass player. Yeah, but he's still, like, I mean, Paul McCartney can't do that. Right. <laughs> Was he a bass player? Yeah. (laughs) I know. That's that's a stretch. That's a stretch. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, there's one last thing we need to do. Well, wait. What about Rocket Queen were you going to say, Bill, besides the bass was good? That's the only thing I liked about it. Okay, cool. Glad to hear it. So I guess we'll listen to your bullshit review. Do we need to make a musical clamometer drop? It's like, do, 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 uh, do, 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 bling blongs. We should listen to their album next. Though, Deedly and the bling blongs. Deedly and the bling blongs. Yeah. Hey, Ryan, we both just said Deedly and the bling blongs. I was going to say clamometer, but I said Deedly and the bling blongs. Just a bunch of shit cut together. Yeah. Why does it sound like Tom Tom drums? (laughs) It's all distortion and noise. How am I supposed to listen to it? Can Uh, you believe we did that in one take? I, yes. (laughs) We're professionals. (laughs) Oh, you guys, this, this album, I don't know. It was like, okay. There's some great songs on it. There's Mm -hmm. like four songs I like. But I would never listen to it as a whole, as an album again. Right. You know, it's one of those things where like, which, and I think is why I have never heard most of these songs, right? They're, they're this kind of no, band. No, that's that not has, why. <laughs> <laughs> they seem like the kind of band that has like a couple of hits on each song and those get all the play. But like, I don't want to, I, I would hate to go to a Guns N' Roses concert and have to sit through their, you know, anthology. Well, uh, lucky for you, they may they wrote a few uh, hit songs in some of their other albums. So yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't hear a lot of these deep album cuts at a at a Guns N' Roses concert. Do you know the song "November Rain," Bill? No. Okay, but I think John Mulaney references it in one of his jokes. Cool. Well, so I guess that counts. So I've heard of it. I didn't know it was by them. Well, m- maybe in a future I- episode. I give Guns N' Roses, what was the album called again? I forget. Appetite, Appetite for, destruction. for Destruction. Appetite. I give Appetite for Destruction a 39. 39. So it does deserve to be an album. Sure. But you didn't like it. Nope. Okay. All right. Well, that's dumb. That's dumb. That's real dumb. <laughs> Ryan, okay. Right. Wait, Ryan. Yes. What, do you, what would you give this album? Uh, I think it's probably... Uh, less than 75, but not uh, probably 70. I'm not a huge Guns N' Roses fan, okay. um, but I respect this album for how um, how good it is, mm-hmm. especially the... What what decade is this from? 87, okay. the 87th decade. And this is their first <laughs> album, so they're not, like an, they're not like a 70s band. 
No. 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 Oh. Huh. Does it sound like 70s music to you? I don't know what 70s music sounds like. <laughs> then why are you surprised? I don't know. I just thought they were like really old. Mm. Okay. All right. Um, okay, that's fun. Just wanted to, just curious. Okay, then. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I guess I, we'll do were, this again sometime. Or maybe if I, not. If I were to give this a score, I give it something like a, mm, probably a 96. <laughs> you like it that much? Huh? Yeah, it's a great album. Was this so uh, was this on the top 100 list we were looking at before? Oh, I'm sure. Uh, wait, well, top 100 list of no, we didn't look at a pitchfork. Um, that was that was top 100 albums of the 90s. Oh, okay. You know, in the future, Rick, Actually, you should probably be more careful about like sharing your most precious albums with me. Like, oh, I want to share with you this thing that I love so much and so dearly. It's not a good idea. You know, that would be true if I respected your opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Wait, actually. I want to leave now. Hang on. Just let's see what Pitchfork has to say. We've been referencing them in everything here. Appetite for Destruction. It's a 10. (laughs) So, out Out of of 10. 10. <laughs> <laughs> 10 being the best, one being the worst. It's a 10. Yeah. That's cool. that's a wow, I'm surprised. Okay. Crazy. Uh, yeah, they, right. know, they know what's up. I yep. guess I'm a pitchfork fan again. I think that about wraps it up for this week. I really want to thank all the listeners out there. We really do appreciate you listening. Please take a minute to check out our socials. We are on Instagram at Miseducation of Bill. We are on Twitter at Miseducation of Bill. And please email us at Miseducation of Bill at gmail.com. Make sure that you subscribe, rate, and like us on all of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on all of the major apps, Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, and anywhere else you can find your podcasts. A special thanks to White Only and The Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. You can find them on Spotify at WOATW.com. Guys. All right. Well, see you guys next week. Uh Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye.
the marionette Waiting in line for the guillotine So pour another drink Cause we're 